shot, one quill. Oh, is that what we're doing today? Which together makes two people that run one podcast. Me being one of them, I'm Spencer. Over there is Ben. Ben? I I would be Ben. I do run this podcast as one half of it. I don't know if I ever stopped to ask this. How are you doing this week? Uh, you know, I could be better. Uh, I didn't. I don't have a joke here. I I was gonna make a joke about how like my, I don't know, my pet frog died, but I don't think that would be very funny. <laughs> no, yeah, it was just actually a tragedy that we lost mittens this week. Uh, let Let me take that again here. Uh, <laughs> wait, did you say a frog named mittens? <coughs> yeah, named for his favorite article of clothing. Uh, I don't know why you're now making light of this. Uh, Spencer, I've been having a great week. My house has a new gnome in front of it. That's not a joke. Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. Is he employed? Is he squatting? Uh, You know, I think he is employed, but also he doesn't want to pay rent. Mm, I get that. And honestly, who would these days? Mm -hmm. Much like my pal over here. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to go with that. What better? Evan, you don't like to pay rent, right? Well, and you're uh, I, uh, here's the thing, guys. You made a mistake letting me in uh, last week because uh, <laughs> I live in your studio now. This is just, you mentioned squatters, and I absolutely am squatting in this studio. I will never leave. I'm just a part of the show now. Hey, hey, I, I would be okay with it if you would just get your sheets off of my, my audio interface. Absolutely but, not. No. Uh, Evan, That's where you... I sleep. I sleep on top of your mixer board. Could, could you uh, take your headphones off for a second? I gotta talk to Spencer. Oh, yeah, let me just take my uh, headphones off really quick. Uh, Spencer, do do we have a studio? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, wait. I don't know. We record from two separate I'm washing so. using the studio sink. I hope that's cool. Where, where is sink. he staying? I... I'm gonna I'm gonna check the EXIF data on his MP3. <laughs> see if I can see if I can hack. Oh uh, yeah, all that location that. data on MP3. Yeah. You hey, I still can't hear you, but uh, yeah. Whenever whenever you leave, if you could just like sort of leave the uh, sound equipment on, I like to hear the next morning whether or not I store. <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Anyway, <sighs> let's get his attention, Evan. Evan, put your headphones back on. <laughs> He's really committing to this bit. Goddamn right I am. Uh, (laughs) This show is a show in which we take a user (coughs) suggested. I keep. I always say user during this bit, and they are not using the show unless they are, and they should be a dot exe. Did I label us wrong on iTunes? (laughs) You're not a dot exe, and I guess you don't have a studio either. uh, In this show, we take a listener suggested premise. Uh, along with two listener-suggested items. We randomly select them, uh, mission mash them together, uh, brainstorm a tabletop RPG one-shot premise that you can then go and finish yourself. Uh, if you want, no one's forcing you. You could just listen to the show. You know, sometimes you just like to read the recipe book. It doesn't mean you want to make yeah. the dish. Cheesecakes yeah. are hard. Sometimes you just want to look at the pictures and be like, wow, that would be great to make. And then you put it away back in your closet and never look at it again. I myself am always interested in someone's childhood memories of uh, a a slow cooker lentils. (laughs) I'm just curious, like what kind of fond grandma memories they have, which seems to be associated with every goddamn recipe I've ever read in the digital age. Um, I'm just saying cookbooks didn't seem to have that problem. I think we actually got something right there. (laughs) 
Ben, do you want to roll us a, a 1 out of 12 for our premises? <coughs> yes, I will roll you a 1 out of 12 for premises. A die that's only good for barbarians and great axes. And podcasters. And, and barbarians with great axes. Uh, and upgraded be... Eldritch Blasts? Am I getting something wrong there? Yeah, I don't know. What you're getting wrong is that it's an 8. Let's see here. A snowstorm has been raging for months. Seemingly centered on one specific mountain. Okay. That's just... There's no but here. There's no... No semicolon. Evan, what are you doing to the show to always get Uh, snow-based? It's because I'm I'm preparing uh, uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. That's apparently... That's the only thing I can think of. I also started playing Icewind Dale uh, last week, (laughs) so that might have something to do with it, too. So oh, there's you a want to plug your YouTube based... channel too. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more so we can put it in your show bio. <laughs> Do you put random computer games that each of your guests plays? Is that a thing you put? Yeah. Oh. Inclement weather. Inclement weather is the quest hook for this week. A snowstorm that's been raging for months on end, seemingly centered on one certain mountain. A very um, specific inclement weather. Yes, yes. Uh, imagine if Katrina just never left. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just something like that. Now, what about uh, two items? Uh, we doing out of 18 here? Uh, yes, we have 18 this week. A, you will never believe this, but a solid one. That's I don't believe game. you. Reroll it. All right. A vertical dungeon without floors where the party must traverse it by climbing and fighting off creatures like spiders and other climby boys. Oh. That's a quote. Climby boys. <laughs> Thank you to Andy for that one. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I think this one could work with your weird uh, snowstorm. I think it could as well. Yeah, because you're doing a, that's a very vertical adventure. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it doesn't, I think the point of the show is that we make it work, isn't it? With the <laughs> well, addition of the second item, Ben. Hey, hey, uh, Evan, the conceit of the show is that we either make it work or sometimes just forget to include it at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second item. Segway, that's all I'm going to say. The second <laughs> item will, in fact, be a 13. A cursed stuffed unicorn toy that when held, the player cannot put it down and speaks to as if it is a treasured pet. That will make climbing very difficult. Yeah, that's that's great for this because now you've got somebody who only has one hand. Can you read the All right. what did the unicorn say? Does, did it say what the unicorn said? No, is it inher- the, the nope. character speaks to the unicorn as if it is a pet. So it's kind of as, imagine you pick up this unicorn and you're suddenly three years old. Exactly. You cannot, you're smitten with it. You cannot put it down. Hmm. You pick it up and you're like, oh, Mr. Horny, do you need to be fed? Wish you wouldn't have called it that. I need, I need, I need a quick, uh, I want to call for one of my, we each as one shot, one quill hosts get a, um, do it again. (laughs) I, uh. I, hey guys, I take it back. I don't need to live in the studio anymore. That was <laughs> that makes me want to leave. Ben, give me another name for a unicorn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Mrs. Horny. Damn it, he got oh, it. Bitch. I mean, here's the thing: we only get one. 
We can't yeah. do another do-over. We're yeah, stuck I, with that one. I think Mrs. Horny might be worse. It is, but grass is always worse on the other side. That's what they always uh, say. Okay, so Mrs. Horny just has a red bow. Doctor Sparkles, uh, the unicorn. I I don't know why I'm Dr. making Horny him a character. Sparkles the unicorn. This is not a character. This is an inanimate object. <clears throat> Well, but it is critical that we understand what its name is first. That is something that other DMs cannot figure out. We have to give this to them. <laughs> Otherwise, they oh, might come up with something horrible, it's like Mr. Horny. It's the who's doing it. <laughs> so its name, and here's the thing, you're never going to know it. The, the player's going to nickname it whatever they want because they won't want to put it down. Um, the, the unicorn's name is um, Daxtromous Aspect of Orcus. Um, <laughs> general, the... <laughs> general of pain and suffering but um yeah no no one's ever going to know that i mean just for our knowledge yeah because you do need uh to be able to cast speak with toys and thus far no one's able to do that you're gonna need several rings of the grammarian for that one it's a lot of letters to change i'm just gonna go ahead and send an email to gary gygax really quick about that uh so so where do you imagine finding this unicorn if you're going to to do a, a mountain expedition to get to the top. I think well, this unicorn has to be because of well, what I'm imagining here is uh, not, it's cursed in the not like it's bound to you, but in the you don't want to give it up way. Mm-hmm. I think the um, I, I think this storm here. Here's what I'm going with just off the top of my head. This storm needs a magical creature to be a beloved magical creature to be sacrificed to end. So you've got to one of the characters has to pick up this unicorn in the town, bring it all the way to the top of the mountain, and then much like uh, Thanos with the soul stone, chuck the unicorn toy off of a cliff, and then the blizzard ends. Now that is a very <laughs> interesting uh take on it and al- alarmingly specific prophecy so is this like uh is this a meteorological report like <laughs> did did someone can i <laughs> this norm has an indefinite chance of occurring unless you can part with something you truly <laughs> love deep down inside yourself so, so i <laughs> i envisioned the setting of this and i don't know why maybe i'm just in a goofy mood maybe i'm just having a little bit of fun here um I envisioned this as a warm climate area. Oh, like yeah. yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And yeah. there's this mountain that has this storm going on. Can we talk about what's causing the storm for a second? I feel like that's pertinent. Uh, I also feel like that's pertinent. Yeah. Um, could be a classic uh, uh, curse. Could be a, a cursed climate event. We do um, love cursed cur- Ooh. We do love cursed climate events that you have to sacrifice something at the end of to end. Oh man, he's that he's knuckling staple, down on that part. That is a staple of this show. <laughs> we could also have uh let's see, it could be a like a catastrophe dragon. I think I read about these in some homebrew mm. resource forever ago. Mm-hmm. Basically a dragon that embodies a natural disaster. So you got hurricane dragons. Uh, firestorm dragons, earthquake dragons. What about a blizzard dragon that's made a nest at the top of this Wait. mountain? 
Ben, I'm taking your premise and I'm running with it a little bit. Okay. Catastrophe Dragon. It's obviously creating the blizzard. We've got one way up the mountain and it's this dungeon. So mm. you have to go start in kind of like, I don't know, bottom to mid part, wherever the DM wants to put the entrance to the fucking... I mean, because you basically have to dig underneath it, right? You you couldn't climb the mountain ostensibly; you would die, mm-hmm. right? But if you just dug right underneath it, not a big deal. And yeah, so it's and this cavern, you, you got to climb it. That's the that's the way up. You get to the catastrophe dragon, and you can fight it. Or <laughs> there it is. I, I or, think it's one of those things where you could fight it, but you will obviously lose. Or, or. You explore around before you go up the mountain. You find this unicorn toy that compels a player to pick it up and not give it up. And you could potentially give the catastrophe dragon the unicorn. And then it becomes obsessed with the unicorn. And I then I have you an can idea. negotiate a way for the dragon to leave. What do you guys think? I like that. I like that. You've inspired me. And it harkens back to a, a feeling I think we, we're all very familiar with. Um, y'all ever seen a dog pathetically just kind of like kneel at the bottom of uh, furniture with a very low lip that its ball has just rolled under? Yes. Mm-hmm. I want you to imagine something for me. So this dragon, as all dragons do, coveted many items. One of the items it coveted in its, in its centuries, nay millennia of life... Happened to have been this unicorn. Mm-hmm. They loved it so preciously from the minute they hung onto it. And while migrating as a catastrophe dragon to go wreak havoc somewhere, they were sailing right over this mountain. And oops, how did that happen? It dropped its precious unicorn down the tippy top of this mountain into the depths of the little dungeon that lies below. This thing can't fucking fit down there. And so, yeah, in an yeah. absolute temper tantrum, it is now curled up at the top of that mountain, just whining at the entrance to that little vertical dungeon, like, I want my toy back. <laughs> so, and again, I envision, and I don't know why, I envision there being, like, sort of a village that you go to, they can, mm, like, sure. give you a little bit of the history, and I, I always really like, in, in campaigns, like, you know, or stories or games or whatever, there being, like, a level of player uh, investigation and further involvement in the story so Mm -hmm. you can go up to the mountain and try to kill the dragon and see how that goes or if you do the work you can find out that there is you know this bemoaning of its lost treasure and that explains why the fucking unicorn is so you know attractive to the player that they can't put it down because it's been around a dragon for who knows how long uh and you've got that dragon sickness bullshit um but I like that. I like that the the dragon lost the thing because that gives the 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 party like a you could do this, or if you put a little bit more time in, you can do this, and it all kind of circles back into itself. I like that. Now, it also gives a, it it explains why the dragon's there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ben, what are you thinking? Uh, I was thinking as far as the dungeon, because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that's easy to fit in. This is. Potentially but, the first time we've gotten the second item to make sense with the story and not really address the first item. Please continue. Uh, I think... So So this blizzard has been raging for months. Mm-hmm. So I think, obviously, right off the bat, number one, 
uh, trying to climb the outside of the mountain, just you're going to freeze to death. But number two, it's covered in ice, so it's near impossible anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think someone in the town suggests, hey, we used to worship on the top of this mountain. It, it used to be this holy site for us. Mm-hmm. Worship, mine, whatever. There's, there's some. I, I, they I have think, some connection to this. I yeah. think worship is what you have to go with because then they say every path up there was on the outside of the mountain except for one, this old pilgrim's path, which went through this insanely dark, monster-infested vertical climb mm-hmm. inside of the mountain, and that is your only ticket up the mountain. Um, at this like point, that. because everything else is frozen over, uh, and maybe thus far this is a gold mine. Mm-hmm. This is this is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like the unicorn has fallen down into this hole, as you have said, and so it almost appears like it is some sort of religious thing when they originally go or, to pick it up. And this could be uh, the alternative to combat with the dragon, so that there is actually you know combat i am envisioning a spider it doesn't have to be a spider but the mother of spiders has picked the unicorn up and Mm. if you have done enough research and you know that you want this unicorn you can find the mini boss and have a cool like wall scaling boss fight to get the unicorn from the spider or whatever the fuck boss maybe because everything is coveting this thing because it's the dragon's treasure Maybe we could, uh, like, mix these two up. The Part of the Pilgrim's Path, is, because I just love misleading players, I've played too much Morrowind where that was oh, literally a thing. Uh, <laughs> you could just get directions from someone, but Bethesda was like, well, you don't know for sure that they have the right directions, and there literally were missions what the Where fuck the was closest- that cat's name? Sorry, for a second here, what was the Khajiit that just would lie to you? Maik, yeah. I think. Yeah. Maik, the fucking uh, piece of shit liar. Um, But there were characters in Morrowind that were the closest sources of information that would give you directions to get somewhere that were just wrong. <laughs> uh, so I think... To mix these, I love realism. <laughs> I, I think to that's mix why we these, play fantasy. To mix these two up, whoever sends you down this pilgrim's path says, "No, you've got to be careful because you are going to be magically tempted to stray off the pilgrim's path." And once they get close enough to this spider boss, they're like, you know, you make them roll a wisdom check, and then if they fail it, they're like, "Hey, I've got to go into this room." There's something I need in this room. And it's actually the thing you need in order to... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just want to confuse the players and have them be like, no, you can't do that. There's a big spider. But it actually (laughs) is the solution. (laughs) But actually, you had to go in and fight the spider, because if you don't, I mean... You have to fight a dragon and die. If you're a sadistic DM, you can... if, if, If you, too, love you know Morrowind the most misleading game of all time you know or you can just have the there's I like this premise and I like what we've done with it because there's a lot of different directions you could go and it just depends on you know how you're feeling Mm -hmm. 
I like it. I like it a lot. I do also really like the idea that there is a, uh, <laughs> you have to be climbing up it. So if you're going to do combat, you've got to like navigate a different terrain. I think that's kind of fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun to, to navigate in a combat setting. Yeah, this is, <laughs> everything has to be vertical. Which mm-hmm. is going to be hell on the DM, but <laughs> I mean, hey, this is a uh, this is a fun new. It's like you don't see many, I guess, one shots that are all swimming based. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like climbing's a fucking. It's a it's an actual form of movement in D anD. D, I think this is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do we want to name this? <sighs> What's funny? Shell's frozen over. <laughs> um, hold on, let me look up song titles about climbing that I could potentially pull a pun off. Pun off of mountain climbing. Love is here. That's not a fucking falls. Uh, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Bro- broken heart. Broke heart Mountain. Broke heart Mountain. Broken heart Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's pretty good. Yeah. That poor dragon. I feel bad for it now. Thank you for listening once again to One Shot One Quill. Um we enjoy putting these together and so we hope you're at least enjoying listening to them. You can catch us every single week on Tuesdays. Uh rate and review us on iTunes, please. And thank you so much to those of you that already have. Mm-hmm. Uh Ben, any anybody else you'd like to thank? Maybe a uh a bard, a musical credit? Uh yeah. We do in fact need to thank Morgan the Bard for our theme song, Alatavera del Goulier. Uh additionally we need to thank all of those who have already sent in suggestions. If you would like to do so, you can do that by getting on Twitter. And uh, sending them to at D&D pod, that is D-N-D-P-O-D. Uh, either DM us or tag us, it doesn't really matter. Another very important thank you. Evan, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You know, again, you can't kick me out. Squatter's rights. I live in the studio now. <laughs> you almost said thanks for having us. And then then he realized we didn't have a choice. <laughs> I wanted to be polite, but you know, you you don't. I I'm actually going to crawl back under the sound mixer now and uh, and and head to bed. Uh, no, it's fine. I mean, let me just make sure your levels are good. Uh, but we'll... <laughs> that's Delta Amperstand. No, it's not Amperstand. It's an N. That's Delta November Delta Papa Oscar Delta. Oh, they're already gone. Oh, they <laughs> left. It's too late to restart this one. <laughs>